Bruins looking for the young guy. They're looking for McVay. I think take a shot out Todd Bowles, get him a second shot at head coach, and see if he can do it. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. It's crazy. And our kids will know how great Tom Brady is because he's going to be playing. Uh, Yes, it is 15.0%. That's what the Yankees brought Garrett Cole to do. He was a six-round pick. This is a fairy tale story that's being written in front of our eyes. People like to call him their JV team, and they just stole one of their better players. They didn't struggle against the Padres. The Padres didn't really put up a fight in most of the games. Uh, Jerry Jones, hope you're listening. Hi, I'm Landon Bow, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. I am Kevin, and I am joined by the man that uh, gets all the awards and uh, also votes on awards, Austin. I don't get to vote on awards, Kevin. I wish I did. Yeah, um, well, we're, we're technically voting right now. That's true. So, Where do you uh, want to start? Yeah. Let's start with, um, let's go offensive rookie of the year. I feel that's a layup, and that's Stroud. You said offensive rookie of the year was a layup. Yeah, I feel like it's a layup. Even though Puka had the greatest statistic wide receiver season of all time for a rookie. That is fair. Okay, so I got his team to the playoffs, too. Yeah, Even true. though... Stafford missed a couple games. And, all right. You also have Laporta, too. So, you're not but Stroud. I I am Stroud, but okay. I, for the first time since 2004, I believe, have a co. I have it oh. been Stroud and Puka Nakua, which is in NFL okay. precedent. It's happened before. And I think okay. this is a case where it should happen again. Because you can't okay. have a better season than Puka had. I don't see how you don't reward him for that season. That, that's a fair point. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Puka. That's just, man, that's crazy. He's a fifth round pick. So is Kyron Williams. And you just slotted right in there. But Stroud had an incredible season, took the Texans to the playoffs. I know he didn't miss a few games, but he's just been incredible. Yeah. Now, uh, where's the next award you want to go to? Let's do comeback player of the year. I I think it's Baker Mayfield. Uh, after him bouncing around the league a lot last year between uh, the Panthers and the Rams, those are the only were those the only two teams. Panthers, Rams, I believe that that's it. I believe. Yes. And now he had a great season, led his team to the playoffs. I think it's him. I don't really believe in the Demar Hamlin. I know it's a great story. I know it is, but the only play I remember for him this year was him making a bad play by being the 12th man when he shouldn't have been on the field for the Bills ex- uh, field goal against the Broncos. That is the only play I know that he made this year and it cost his team a win. Yeah, I have not really paid attention to Mar Hamlin. It's an incredible story. I'm shocked he came back to football. If I were in that position, I would have been like I'm going to go like somewhere else. I'm going to go do something else. Um, I Baker Mayfield is a good choice. I think you could argue Lamar in here because of the injuries, but here's mine. It's Joe Flacco. This I'm okay was with a, that. 
Yeah. Okay. Like he's 38. He was on the couch. He was just resting up. And he came in at a time where the Browns were struggling out with a lot with the quarterback situation. And he helped them clinch a spot. Did they go as far as we may have thought? No, but to have a 38-year-old guy who wasn't on a roster to pop on a team, I think that deserves comeback player of the year. However, Baker Mayfield is a good argument. Yeah, I I think both of those guys are definitely worth it. Yeah, and I can understand Lamar, but I wasn't thinking that. And then a lot of these, uh, I'll go coach of the year. I went Kevin Stefanski. I know you can argue D'Amico Ryan's, but when I think more about coaching, D'Amico Ryan's had a great quarterback. Stefanski had four, technically five, in the final week when they rested Flacco. To me, that involved a lot more coaching. However, D'Amico Ryan's is not a bad choice. I just went with Stefanski. I agree with Stefanski. Uh, it's really close. I, I still think it's Stefanski, though. Going through four different quarterbacks is unprecedented. Yes, and uh, he's an offensive guy. And like I talked about with uh, Joe Flacco, this was a guy who wasn't really familiar with the team. Uh, just came off the couch. You got to learn that system. How does the coach help his quarterback succeed? You do need a good quarterback, but it's also on the coach to make it easier for the quarterback so Stefanski, to me, required more coaching. However, D'Amico Ryan's coach sets the culture, but in the X's and O's, I think it required more Stefanski compared to D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we agree there. We'll go into defensive rookie of the year. I thought this was pretty easy for me. It's Jalen Carter. Okay, you went Jalen Carter. I did not go Jalen Carter. I went, this one was tricky for me. I went with Witherspoon. Witherspoon had a uh, bad end of the year. He didn't play well at the end of the year. I also thought about Brian Branch for the Lions. I think he came on of late. It's just, I, I'm, what's your reasoning for Carter? He was amazing. He was a, on a defense that really struggled. He put up six sacks as a defensive tackle. That's very impressive. Uh, And like I said, the defense was kind of falling apart at the end of the year, and he wasn't. He was a part of the bright side for that team. And, uh, yeah, he kind of helped them stay afloat. All right. I I understand what you're saying. To me, it was bad defense. But, yeah, I I don't – no one really surprised me on this. I saw him I'm like, man, I really don't know who to choose. I'll go Witherspoon, but I'm not locked into it. So I understand Carter. If I wasn't going to go Witherspoon, I would have gone Brian Branch to safety for the Lions. Okay. Now. Anderson was also up there for me. Oh, yeah. Well, Anderson's a great one, too. Forgot. And now we'll go Defensive Player of the Year. I'll let you go. Me first. Or- Huh? All right. This one, I was thinking Miles Garrett, and then I looked at Sacks, and this guy was the leader. I went TJ Watt. You can see the difference in the Steelers. And to me, I thought he, well, he came out of games, but he still led the league in Sacks. It just transforms the Steelers' defense. So to me, he's Defensive Player of the Year. 
Sacks aren't everything, Kevin. And I do think it's Miles Garrett. I think he had the best season. He led the league in approximate value, even though he missed the last game of the year. I just think he, their defense was better because of how dominant he was. Now, are, are we splitting hairs here? Yes, I think both are amazing. There were some other options that I also was very close with uh, because of uh, either injuries or bad coaching. Other stuff didn't happen. But I, I think that the best option here was Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I was Miles Garrett should definitely be included, and I'm really curious to see how the voting shakes out because this seems for the first time we've done this. We we've agreed on one. It's just there's so many. Like I thought of a layup. There's really no layup to me in this. Once you brought up Puka Nakua, and then I also thought of Sam Laporta. Yeah, with the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, we have different guys. So Defensive Player of the Year, I understand Miles Garrett. And I feel TJ Watt gets a lot of recognition, but the sacks was like, okay. And you can tell when he's missing from the defense. However, the knack on him is the availability. But yeah, we're splitting hairs on this. So I'll let you add more thoughts and move on. Yeah, I... I was really close to the game with Khalil Mack. I think he was the only thing holding up that defense, but the way the end of the year kind of turned out, not just for him, but for the Chargers, made it a not the best pick, in my opinion, even though I thought he had an amazing year. Uh, Micah Parsons also was very good this year. I just thought that the other three options I said were better this season, at least impact level. Because of how good the Cowboys defense has been, around Micah, the impact that I, of the three guys I put ahead of him, which is Mac, Garrett, and TJ, or just felt more. And then we'll go into MVP. Yes, and I'll say my winner, or you can say your winner, and then maybe say your runner-up, and then the third guy. If I know I'm just adding this onto here, because I'll, I'll say mine. Mine's Lamar Jackson, and he's... I think he finally got wide receivers and he was able to put up a lot of more stats. And you can tell just the way he impacts that team, the way that offense is built around him and just the way he changes the game. Yeah. Uh, Lamar was easily my pick. He wasn't even all that close. Yeah. Who I think my second would be Christian McCaffrey. I agree there. And then third, I really don't know. Maybe I put Tyreek. You could put Brock Purdy there too. Yeah, but Tyreek had a bad end of the year. He missed some games, and the Dolphins ended up not even winning their division. I don't think yeah. he would have been there. Uh, I'm going to say no to Brock Purdy, even though I do think I've obviously said that he's better than other people say he is. I feel like he gets hated on a little bit too much. Like you can't just be a game manager and put up the stats that he puts up, in my opinion especially when a lot of other QBs use yak or yards after catch uh, just as much or more than he does. Um, I mean, Dak deserves to be in that conversation, I feel like, in the top five. Uh, I, I know it's maybe a little bit slightly biased, but at least when you look at Q, QB stats, I think Jordan Love's a top ten guy 
I think that based on – I thought he should have been a pro bowler and him being second in the league and passing touchdowns and leading his team to a playoff spot after missing it last year and the shoes that he's had to fill, I thought he's been amazing. Now, I wouldn't even put him in my top three or probably not my top five, but I think top ten is fair. Yeah, and to me, Dak, I'm a little sour just because in some of the big games against better opponents, such as the Bills game, Dolphins game, they struggled a little bit, but he did put up a lot of touchdowns. So I, I had a feeling we were going to agree on Lamar Jackson. I just wanted to kind of expand it because that's the only home run I feel like mm-hmm. is Lamar. I don't see how I could see any of the other ones going a different way. I don't know how it's not Lamar MVP. Yes, I'd be shocked, especially if it's another quarterback. I know people like to people were pointing out the stats of Dak and Lamar Jackson. The thing with Lamar Jackson is he just – it's his running ability is incredible. I think he's a really good it's passer. It's value he adds to the team. Like mm-hmm. it's more than just passing yards and passing touchdowns that it does your impact. I will say that if CMC ended up winning it, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be shocked, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like tearing the world down. Because of how impactful truly CMC is. If the, yes. I could see the, the argument could be made, and I wouldn't call you a crazy person if you said CMC. My pick is still Lamar. I think Lamar is more valuable this year. But CMC led the league in rushing plus receiving touchdowns, tied with Raheem Mostert, and had over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Led the league in yards from scrimmage, touches, and rushing yards, and rushing plus receiving touchdowns. So basically, if touchdowns, yards, and touches. He led the league in. So if he did end up winning it, I would not call anyone crazy because of how impactful he truly is. But I do think Lamar was more valuable this year because there's a lot of other players that, that play with Christian McCaffrey that kind of aid, whether it's Trent Williams or the great offensive coaching staff. That's not necessarily true in Baltimore. And I think that Lamar is more valuable. But again, I those are the only two I could see an argument for and not see the world explode. Yes, that's a great way to put it. I would be shocked if CMC, like you, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it though, because um, I've been anti QB for the award, but Lamar Jackson deserves it. That's all I got. I'll toss it over to you to close it out. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Let us know your awards in the comments, and uh, catch us in our next one. Mm-hmm.